Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. Lakers Fast Break Podcast. <laughs> you have no idea what Joe was saying about the refs during our playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break live watch party. Believe me, it's worth it. Please, just to hear Joe on the refs. That's all I'll say. But thanks so much for joining us once again. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos. Inside Sports, Fantasy, Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us that five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do whatever it is that you can to, to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, where we cover the latest news and trends in pop culture. And on Monday, just want to let everyone know, we will be reviewing our top five and our bottom five of the Super Bowl commercials, plus all the great trailers and more. So go ahead and check it out at Pop Culture Cosmos. Inside Sports Fantasy Football, if you want to check some last-minute Super Bowl thoughts, we've got it right there for you at Inside Sports Fantasy Football Game Source. Of course, the great folks at LakersBall.com. Go ahead and check out what Ox1947 is raging on. This time it's the rest, most likely, at LakersBall.com. Plus also as well, if you want your lawn transformed into something much more magical than it is today and you live in the Southern California area, please go ahead and check out Simblades, Simblades with a Y.com. I've never seen anybody look so not happy after Lakers win. <laughs> also as well, the number one Lakers blogger that's out there, Laker Tom. Go ahead and check out him and Jamie Sweet with those five things articles today at Lakerholics.com. Our good friends at the Hoop Pets Podcast Network always need a shout out. And again, if you can like, subscribe, follow, or do whatever it is that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break anywhere, especially on YouTube, it is sincerely appreciated. And Zangerstein got your message. 
Also want to go ahead and mention that not only you can reach out to us on Lake, any last Lakers fast break anywhere on social media, but also Lakers fast break at yahoo.com. Okay. Well, going into tonight's game at golden state, we were still going to be without Mo Bamba, but we've also found out that LeBron James is still out with his right ankle soreness. So it was looked like the tall task was there Would the Lakers continue to be shorthanded. Well, they were, but they got some new additions into the lineup as the new guys came in, Jared Vanderbilt, D'Angelo Russell, and Malik Beasley. All were part of the lineup today as far as contributing in some form or fashion or another with D'Angelo Russell and Jared Vanderbilt really standing out for the Lakers. It was more of a team effort with AD, Anthony Davis still struggling out there, which is still a, should be of great concern to all Lakers fans today. But again, with D'Angelo Russell coming in, providing some really good steadiness in the backcourt with 15 points. Dennis Schroeder not wanting to give up his starting spot with a great game, 26 points, 7-12 overall, and 3-4 of four from behind the arc. Jared Vanderbilt providing some energy and some good playmaking as well, something that we really need coming off the bench with 12 points himself and 8 rebounds. Also as well, Austin Reeves with some timely defense of his own. Overall, a good game, a good game for him, even after he took a shot to the face early on from Jonathan Kaminga. So hopefully he'll be okay on that one. But the Lakers in the fourth quarter, after being behind a little bit, not too much, but they were behind most of the game, came back with a nice fourth quarter surge, even after Jordan Poole went off early in the fourth quarter. But halfway through the fourth quarter, the Lakers pulled off a nice surge and closed out the game. And as Joe was screaming at them to close out the game, for once, they actually listened to what they said, to what he said, and the Lakers end up winning 109 to 103 in a very thrilling victory, something we sorely need. The Lakers are now 26 and 31, still 13th in the Western Conference, but they move within two games of a play in spot once again. And hopefully, we can go ahead and close that gap even further in the next you know, few days. We'll get LeBron back, hopefully, on Monday's game. We'll get Obviously, uh, I think what one more game for Mo Bamba. So I think he's going to actually be out for one more game. I have to check on that. But yes, he will be hopefully coming to the lineup soon. And the Lakers will hopefully by the end of the week be full strength as they take a surge right before the All-Star break. So hopefully we can go ahead and get a back in the game real soon. But here today to talk about today's game are two great cohorts in crime. He is the magic man. He is the guy that just can't get out of Toronto traffic. It is Sean Grice. I'm going to hit you up first, my friend, since you were here first. First man up, first man indeed. You got to go ahead and tell us and let us know about today's game. Very concerned about AD. That's the third game in a row. But with this kind of moves that, you know, with the kind of moves that Rob Palenka made, you know what? It's it's okay. It's not, not okay. I shouldn't say it's okay. It's... I guess we were able to get away with it, especially without Steph Curry in the lineup. And so games like today, when AD doesn't have to play at its all-star level, it's nice to see that the Lakers can still have a team win. Uh, absolutely, Gerald. Absolutely. What he didn't make up for in his efficient shooting, he more than made up for on the boards. Um, 16 rebounds, 19 points. Um, he was a plus eight. Um, so it's not as bad as it, it, I thought it was at first, but yeah, he just, 
he was coasting for about the first for about the first 40 minutes um and then the fourth quarter came around he just started to turn it on defensively so that was a plus um yeah some early observations was like joe was alluding to on playback d'angelo russell was basically the guy who was able to um cut short golden state's runs he would interrupt them you know uh, we need a shooter like this in transition who instead of a team going on you know a 12 14 to 3 run uh maybe they only go on a 9 4 run or a 9 8 run because D'Angelo Russell is getting hot from beyond the arc um really impressed with Vando's activity he's very contagious um he he stuffs the stat sheet he gets a lot of boards um I really liked what I saw from a facilitating standpoint. I didn't know he, he had that kind of uh, wizardry in his game, but uh, that's a plus as well to have another uh, high IQ guy on the court. And like Nick was saying during the broadcast, it was just, I think it was just a collective exhale by Lakers fans tonight with knowing with two minutes left that Russell Westbrook was not on the, on the floor. We all were able to just breathe tonight for the first time in what feels like a long time. And we One got a great though, win. John, you, you, I think you hit it on the head as far as we saw Wenyon Gabriel and Jared Vanderbilt on the floor at the same time tonight. And to see those two players, they are vastly different. They're same size, same energy level. But the fact is Jared Vanderbilt can play better defense and is a much better ball handler and playmaker than what Winnie Gabriel offered you. Tonight yes. we saw Winnie Gabriel was very passive on defense, and when he tried to make a play, it was an automatic turnover. So you automatically see the improvement, the upgrade in players when you got Jared Vanderbilt coming off the bench or even spot starting or however you want to structure him out than what you have with Winnie Gabriel. Automatically you already see the benefits of what this trade has done. A hundred percent, Gerald. It was right away. Um, you know, he had two beautiful, beautiful passes. One was, you know, that half court bounce pass right, right on the button. It was really nice. So obviously immediate dividends are paid here. Um, unfortunately, Malik Beasley was, uh, was over from beyond the arc tonight, but his shot will eventually come as well. But man, it was just, it was a different kind of activity level for them, especially defensively. They weren't giving up on possessions like they had in the past with uh, Russell on the floor. I'm just, just being honest here. And they were, it looked like they were really helping each other out and trying to be as communicative as possible. Uh, it was just nice to see overall, just a, a good shot in the arm for this team. The offense definitely needed a spit shine. Um, we're not sure what, what defensively holds. I mean, we're still 27th out of 30 teams, so that definitely needs work, but the additions have paid off, that's for sure. That's for sure, indeed. Once again, it's the Lakers really taking it to the Golden State Warriors in the fourth quarter, and they pull away for a 109-103 victory. Also here today, good man indeed. you got to check out what he's doing at LakersBall.com. Yes, besides raging on the refs, he tells you a whole lot more and then some. This is my good friend indeed. You give, Okay, I'll put it to you this way. If you are not watching him 
on playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break, you are missing out on some primo stuff here. It is Joe Sorrow. And Joe, I know you you're, you would normally want to be happy about the Lakers win, the new additions really boosting the Lakers, giving them the, really a lot what they need. But it's really hard to get away from the fact that the refs are absolutely terrible this the season. Ma- the mastery of anger happy is a hard one. <laughs> uh, it's it, it, was, it was a it was a very very entertaining game tonight, and what you saw towards the end is you saw the the, the guys that have the talent come through. Even Poole hitting those threes, and you're seeing D'Angelo making a couple plays that stymied their their run, and then you see AD blocking everything, and then in the end when you're seeing that the Lakers have taken advantage of all the good things they did in this game on the road in a hostile environment. And then to have some freaking idiot ref try to ruin it, whether on purpose or not, it is tiring. It is exhausting watching a trash product by the NBA and their officiating and not rewarding a team that played their rear ends off all game, and we have to wait to see if these guys are going to cost us the game. What was really a relief? It was such a relief, and it was so obvious, even in the third quarter, even at the beginning of the fourth quarter, is, my God, I don't remember any stupid plays. You you got guys that are getting blocked shots, doing what they do. They're it, everything made sense. When I say everything made sense, is even when there was a bad play, it was because it was derived by someone causing it instead of some jackhole throwing it in the middle of nowhere for no reason or throwing a bounce pass when there's four people there. None of that happened tonight. Both the Warriors and the Lakers played their rear ends off, and the Lakers absolutely impressed me tonight for a team that had three really impactful players start for the first time this season. I was very happy with D'Angelo Russell's performance. Absolutely happy about Vanderbilt's defensive prowess. I mean, you're talking about a team that held a team that was averaging almost 48 points in terms of field goal percentage throughout the year, even though they're not playing as well as they probably should. Dropped them to 41 tonight, and they couldn't hit a three to save their life because they had people in front of them. They didn't have some guy playing safe, free safety, not knowing where the hell he was. Yes, I'm talking about Russell Westbrook, okay? So it's like, my God, imagine, imagining someone listening to the coach and actually someone putting in the effort to actually play professional freaking basketball. And then on top of that, we still have to deal with an idiot ref calling an offensive foul two feet from the freaking foul, from the freaking hoop. On, on an offensive foul when that could have ended the game. This stuff has to stop. Adam Silver, get your ass out of wherever you are in Park Avenue and fix this problem. I'm, I'm tired of it. Congratulations to the Lakers. I'm very happy, even though I'm angry. I'm very happy with this win. It was a great win because Golden State plays amazing, amazing at home. And the Lakers played really well tonight. I commend them. Even though AD was struggling on offense, he shut their ass down in the end with two of those two huge blocks, and he had 16 rebounds tonight. I'd still tip my half off to him because I know he's playing in pain. So that's my that's my rant for the night. I'm going to be calm the rest of the way. 
This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. If you have a better movie in the can, why is that not the movie that you released in the first place? I would say it's more culturally relevant than The Simpsons and Rick and Morty. Like, it has become a staple of American entertainment. I think Dragon Age 4 is carrying the future of Bioware on its shoulders. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The the Lakers (laughs) left me bamboozled. The Lakers uh, actually go ahead and win 109-103 with some good execution down the stretch. Could have been a little bit better, as Jeff pointed out. Some made missed free throws couple of things but you know what the dumb plays they're gone uh, hopefully for good hopefully that we can go ahead and, and play more as a team play more as a unit hopefully we can go ahead and and this will be the start of something special on a run that the lakers need to make because oh, I, do, I don't need to listen to the three stooges theme in the true, fourth true. quarter now when russell westbrook is bringing the ball up and thank you so much for subscribing brian Pre- truly appreciate it if you can and you're not already a subscriber, please do so. It truly helps us out. But, Sean, with a game like today, you know, we were hoping for an influx as far as behind the line. We didn't actually get too much as far as the advanced shooting numbers. Yes, uh, Schroeder did shoot well from behind the arc. But Russell and, you know, Beasley, they didn't give us great shooting. But with Russell, he gave us a little bit more steadiness from the point, especially with LeBron out. He gave us something that we normally have not had with Russell Westbrook for the past almost two seasons. Oh, 100%, Gerald. 100%. Um, yeah, uh, he he only hit one three tonight, but four of his six assists were, were threes, yeah. including, I believe, Rui, Rui hit two, and both of those were assists from uh, D'Angelo Russell. So, um Gerald, he he creates an element of um, efficiency that we didn't have with Russell Westbrook. I mean, he can finish at the rim. He's got a decent mid-range game. Um, We obviously know he can catch fire from three. So he's a three-level scorer in in a way that Russell wasn't because Russell only can finish about 50% of his drives at the rim now where D'Angelo can finish – it, I, I saw it today. He's in the high 60s. Sometimes he's in the high, in the low 70s at times when he's really streaky driving. So that creates a different element for us, especially if you do have uh, a LeBron and an AD out there. I will say this. I think that either Vando or Bamba should start beside AD. I'm not sure which one. Uh, I, 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 we've only seen... Uh, Vando for one game here. We haven't seen Mo yet, but I really don't have a preference. I enjoy watching both players. Um, I think either one of them would definitely, definitely be a boon defensively, especially playing beside AD, and especially with LeBron out there. That's a lot of length. Maybe what we make lose lack for the speed uh, laterally with LeBron, even at 38, we make up for in length with uh, Vando and Bamba. So I definitely think one of them should start. And when honestly, Gerald, I know it's probably not uh, the popular opinion, 
but I think Austin Reeves should start basketball games now. I I think even if you sub him out and bring in somebody off the bench after about five or seven minutes, I still think Reeves and Russell are your best backcourt defensively. That's the thing. If you get Reeves playing like today, yes. He's just got to be able to stay on that. The problem is he's he's been inconsistent. Got it lifted. He's been very inconsistent this season, and you know you, you don't know which Reeves you're going to get. So if you get uh, Reeves true. Point today, then there's no question he should be starting. That's the thing. Can he be consistent for the Lakers going forward? But we'll see. Also here today, good man indeed. You, I go ahead and check out what he's doing as the number one Lakers blogger that's out there for the Lakers. It is. Of course, Laker Tom and Laker Tom from Lakerholics.com. Thanks so much again for being part of what we do at playback.tv slash Lakers fast break. Your thoughts on the game. Obviously, you got to be happy with the results. Obviously, you got to be happy with the new additions making an imprint on the game. And in a game where LeBron is out again with right ankle soreness, where we thought, oh my gosh, we, we weren't going to be able to take advantage of a victory. Ter- sure enough, even with AD playing terrible on the offensive end, the Lakers still managed to get it done. You know, it's uh, what the difference is, is that all of a sudden it's fun to be a Lakers fan again. I mean, that's my whole reaction to the trade deadline and what just happened today and and the game we saw tonight and, and the promise we saw, the simple fact that Rob did blow a year and a half with the Russell Westbrook thing, but he also accelerated us a half a year for the quality of the roster, the age and potential of this young roster um, is really going to be stunning. And he really, I mean, we needed size shooting and defense. We've seen the size and we've seen the defense already. I mean, 103 points for the, they're, aren't they the top scoring team? I think they are close to it. Yeah. Well, uh, Tom, here's the stats. So the Lakers kept them, from their yearly average of um, 40, almost 48% field goal percentage down to 41 tonight. And then they kept them, I think, 21% tonight by the, uh, I'm sorry, 27% at the free throw line when they're averaging uh, almost 39, 39. Their defense tonight was phenomenal. I'm, I was very, very excited. Very it's, our, it's our size and length all of a sudden. All of a sudden, we have size and length to defend at every position. And we may not have a 3 and D guy, but we got the D part of that three. We have a 3D guy, that's for sure, in 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 Bandy. And uh, Rui, Rui still keeps coming through big. Uh, his size and length. I mean, when you look at this, we got almost everybody in the lineup that we put out there. Even D'Angelo's a six foot ten stretch reach wingspan. Everybody on the lineup except for Reeves is like got I think just a six seven wingspan, but they all got long wingspans. Um, they're much more athletic and they're all young. Our average age, and this is astonishing, our average age now is 26. And our average size is six foot six. And those are true numbers. I mean, I, I, I rounded the six six up from 6.59 or something like that, but they're they're real numbers. These guys are bigger and longer and more athletic. And we got, I mean, we got five guys who are gonna be major contributors. We haven't seen Beasley shoot. He had an 0 for 6 tonight. And we don't and we haven't seen Bama yet. And I'm I'm right there with Sean in that I can see two lineups that look really, really intriguing. 
one with Bama in there and then the other one with with uh, Vandy in there as the three. And then, and you know, the one thing about the Vandy with the three that's good is LeBron gets to play and defend the four. You know, you got somebody to defend the three, whereas if you put Bamba in there, you don't. In that case, you got Anthony probably taking certain guys, but LeBron's going to chase a lot of threes in that situation. Um, so Vandy's in there, but he's going to have to play well enough to justify it. You got, you're going to have to have four guys around him who can shoot in one of them. Two of them are probably LeBron and AD. So maybe when, when it's just LeBron or AD, might be better minutes for Vandy. I don't know. We'll just have to see. I thought that they I thought that we traded for Bamba despite our need for a wing because of Anthony Davis's injury prone. I think that this was to protect him. Um, and this is how they this is how Ham originally envisioned playing the Lakers with Anthony Davis. He envisioned him being Giannis and and we would have somebody who would be Brooke Lopez. Well, now we got somebody who can be Brooke Lopez. So will that be the direction they go? I don't know. There's a, it makes a lot of sense to do that. But I'm also with Sean on where, on who should play guards. I think Beasley is used to coming off of the bench and he's scoring 20 points per game coming off of the bench. That's perfectly fine with me. Uh, and I think Reeves is in the long term a better defender and, and will get, become better as he goes through the year. Uh, so I think he'll get that nod for defensive purposes. Um, and who knows where Ham will go for the other three guys. Um, I hope he's convinced that he's not, that Dennis has got to go to the bench and be the, yes. you know, the lead guard off of the bench. You hope that he understands that he's Russ's replacement. But boy, the team, the team looks very good. I don't know if we, I don't know if there's anybody out there. We don't really have a big role to offer to anybody no big minutes to offer to anybody because we're really pretty deep at this point. I mean, there's a lot of guys like once Mo gets here, Wenyon's not got to have a lot of minutes. But you also got to remember, Tom, at 26 and 31, the Lakers are still not the most attractive place for a buyout candidate at this point. Mm. It just depends what the buyout candidate is looking for. I, I, I think most of them, they want either a championship or they want minutes. The right guy could get minutes here. I mean, I don't know if anybody's stupid enough to let a good wing go, you know, considering they got to be worth at least five second rounders if you got a wing, you know. You can cut one of those guys, but maybe somebody will, you know. I mean, I, yeah. We just need our shooters to shoot because if our shooters shot tonight better than they did, we wouldn't have, you know, we lost 12 points in the three point shooting differential. We made up 10 of it from the free throw line and we made up six of it from points in the paint. So we come on ahead and that's our formula. But imagine if we could really just get the shots to fall. You know what the huge stat was tonight? We were plus nine, we were plus nine in, per, in personal fouls. The Golden State Warriors committed 21. The Lakers only committed 12. That's really unusual for us. It's a very, it's very unusual. The Lakers play defense without fouling, so that's a fresh breath of fresh air too. Did you did you have the same eye test feeling as I did, guys? That watching the defensive players fly around in the rotations, you know, and so forth. That we were a lot more active, and there was a lot more challenging of shots. Yes, sir. That's called youth and giving a crap. Things that the other two didn't do, right? 
or half. Yes, and, that, that, length, man. and that number that number should have been bigger, Sean. Yeah. Not plus nine. It should have been plus twelve, because yes, that sir. last that last I half agree. of the freaking fourth quarter was a freaking yeah. disgrace. Length is, length is such a deadly thing. I mean, if there was any, the two things that used to kill me as a player and kill me as a coach were when the other team had a guy who you you know who just never stopped running, never stopped moving. The Steph Curry type guy, you know, who takes somebody who's got a real attention span to stay with them, or otherwise they get open all the time and they get open, open over and over and over. You hate those guys, and then the other guys that you hate are the ones that just are so dominant that, that, you know, they scare everybody else, you know, nobody gets in their way. And like Giannis, you know, I mean, Giannis a dozen times without anybody touching him or even, you know, just, you know, backing off from him because he's so powerful. Okay. Tom, I want to go ahead and interject here real quick, and then I'm going to get it to Joe. Scarlet blue says, how, how about what, how about Polinka now? Nice trade deadline. Yeah, it was a nice trade deadline, but let's see the end result of what's going on here. Let's before we start throwing flowers. Isn't that the coaches? Isn't that the coaching? I think you could. I think you can agree at this point in time that forgetting what Polinka did last season, starting with Rui and the trades, the three trades he made on 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 deadline day, I think he did a spectacular job, and I think he deserves an A for that job. I originally said an A minus because I was angry that he didn't get rid of that he didn't get something for Walker because I was kind of hoping that he wouldn't be able to, you know, like get Bogdanovich for Walker or something like that, which would have been a real coup. But in thinking back on it, Walker still is a useful player who can fit in a rotation, you know, and he's got value, even though we'll probably lose him to free agency, but maybe not. But so I give him an A, and most of the people around the league have given him an A. Now I know that that's an A for putting that team together. Now there's a second part of it. And some of the responsibility is the front office for taking so damn long to do it. But now it's the, but now, wait a minute, wait a minute, let me finish. Now it's the coaching staff's job to get together and win these games. Okay. But, but it's five games very winnable. Okay. And, and Rob Palenka is, has done a nice job within the past week. Uh, what about the two years that he's been a GM since the Lakers won in the bubble? There's a lot of bad transactions. Well, what have you, we're in a what have you done lately for me world now, Jerry. Well, I, I, I equated it to Magic Man, okay? I equated it to Magic Man. When the patient's hemorrhaging blood and you put in like a nice little Band-Aid with a nice little cute little <laughs> sticker on it, that's great that you did that. But the patient is still hemorrhaging blood. The Lakers are still 26 and 31. Yeah, they still got a long way to go and only 25 games in order to go ahead and do, you know, to get back into the play in mix. So why are we, we talking get, about something as silly as firing Rob Polinka right now? Or I'm not asking, no. did I mention, did I say anything about <laughs> Rob Polinka firing? I'm just saying before we throw red carpets and, and flowers to Rob Polinka, let's see the end product. Let's see the end result. He did make this team better. But he didn't make this team yet a championship caliber club. They're not. So, is there anything less than a championship for which you'll give him credit? Uh, absolutely, if they can make the playoffs and make a, a strong showing in the playoffs. But if he, if they don't, then but obviously that's really more. But isn't that really more the job at this point in time with Darvin Ham? Yeah, but two years of bad moves. You have two yeah, years. Yeah, but of bad he's moves. got a, he's got a roster now that 
I, I like this roster. Do you like this roster? I said it's an improvement on what they did last week. Absolutely. Getting rid of Westbrook. Girl, it's not like you're agreeing to marry them. It's just, do you like them or not? Uh, and I'm letting, I'm answering my question. I'm answering your question. I'm Not saying unconditional Laker love. Allow me time. to answer the question, please. I said Westbrook, getting rid of him is great. As Joe will say, getting rid of his least favorite player, Beverly, is great. But the problem is you put them on the team in the first place. You you made these decisions in the first place. And you also, in all, you know, the, the amount of limited assets that we have left is a lot on Rob. For making that happen. So before we go and throw bouquets of flowers, he's taken a step back in the right direction. But yeah, let's take him out in the yard, beat the hell out of him a few times. Dump I'm him still, again, him. we have to see the end result then, first. We have then, to then we see, can congratulate him for what he did we, yesterday. You're bending over and, and kissing his behind. The world doesn't work that out. way, Gerald. The world you're, does not work that way, man. Well, I'm sorry. If a, if a student has gotten an F, 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 and they he just got a raise, a, he just got an extension, and now he has confirmed to everybody that he was deserving of that extension because well, that is we, the reality that Lakerland is going to look at it, regardless of what you may think. So, so you said Bob Myers, if Bob Myers becomes a free agent here and he doesn't become available, you wouldn't take him in a second over Rob Palenka? Just because he had one. Well, if I were, if I were owner of the Lakers, Rob Palenka would not be the general manager anymore. <laughs> See, there you go. So Rob Palenka again. Right, but I think he... that he did. But but I think that he did a great job in this here. And now it's up to Darvin Ham, and Anthony Davis and LeBron James whether or not we win. Uh, again, yes, he's put the team in a better position. But he also was, he did a lot to go ahead and a put better the position in now and in the future because we got all of these young players. We're ahead of where we would normally be next summer if we waited to rebuild till then. And that was his plan in his latest interview. I get that. But you got to remember, he's the one who made a lot of moves to put this team behind the eight ball in the first place. You, if you, if you steer your way yourself from that fact, I never traded Zubak, man. I'll never forgive him for trading Zubak. Okay, so you'll never forget him for trading Zubat. Go ahead. But two years of bad moves. Of that was a meme of you, Gerald. No, it's not just Zubat's Laker Todd. It's it's not and by the way, that's not funny. It was a bad move by Zubat, but that's just one of many deals with Rob. But before we start throwing the bouquets at Rob, let's see how this team performs. Yes, it's up to the coaching staff, but remember, he hired the coach. Okay, it's up to LeBron and AD, but let's make sure they stay on the court. So before we go ahead and throw so many bouquets at Rob, I'm going to be like a lot of people out there and say, let's see this team play, perform. Let's see them gel together. Let's wait play. until they actually win game seven to even have any enjoyment. Instead, we'll we'll throw water and dump it on everything as bad. And even in, even a night. And you a never night, let me finish, what, Tom. We Tom, had a game that we won to needed that was critical with LeBron out Tom, and AD not please. playing well. Please let me finish, Tom. Allow me to finish. Ron Palenka did a good job at the trade deadline. I'm not going to dispute that. But you got to remember, there's still a long way to go for this team to go ahead and be a contender in the Western Conference. Let's just keep things in perspective here. Laker fans should be very happy that this team just now has a I'm sorry? Just one game. That's what you always say. It's just one game. But this team is definitely looking better. I will give them that. Joe, I want to get you in here as the Lakers once again win 109 to 103. Appreciate your patience. Well, Laker Tom is just, you know, 
throwing bouquets at Rob and, and throwing the red carpet at Rob. I just want to make sure this team gets in a better position to win. That's all I'm worried about. You are obviously, like I said, you see the game. As, you saw the improvement today. This team looked a lot better today. Less mistakes down the stretch. Obviously, that's a good sign. Hopefully, this can start leading into something that can steamroll into some victories for the Lakers. I mean, that's what you're hoping for. That's what you think can happen now, right? Just the thing is, we got to get LeBron back on the floor, first and foremost. Yes, uh, you, you're going to see these players uh, have an enhanced game when LeBron gets back because now you're going to have a 260-pound freight train coming through the middle with a six foot eleven uh, megastar in the lane, and you, you're going to have to make a decision on whether you're going to let that those guys either get a uh, alley oop dunk or a layup, or risk giving the ball to Beasley, who has shot the third most three pointers made in the last two years, or a D'Angelo Russell, who has been playing lights out at 45% since January 1 of 2023. This is good stuff. More important than that, these guys, for the first game being here, played phenomenal team basketball, something we've been begging, crying, yelling for. And they're young. This isn't 34-year-old players. These guys are at 26 24. So if you're talking about what are you going to judge on Rob Palinka, it doesn't matter at this point. But I will say this whatever happens now is going to dictate, obviously, this season. But I'm more excited too now that, wow, whoo, now you have flexibility. We had discussed also the contracts. I think the one thing that I actually <laughs> really I'm surprised that we were talking about Mo Bamba and his contract. His contract is not guaranteed until June 30th. Rob got talent and youth and dependable role players, and he doesn't even have any commitment after this year. That part, you have to give Rob an A, because I'm like, damn, he not only got talent back, not only did he get rid of two malcontents, but he's got so much flexibility now that now we can sit back and go, okay, we know the season might be shot in terms of winning a championship, which is ultimately what this is supposed to be for. It's supposed to be winning a championship. Anything below that is a disappointment, yes. But the mistake that he made the last year and a half has finally kind of at least subsided. And then now we can go into however it goes into this season, and then we can – breathe at the end of the year going, okay, whew, we have some guys that are young. We have some guys that have some skill sets that, that are perfect for a LeBron-centric offense. And now let's see what happens there. If LeBron's going to play two more years, which he said, now can we get one more title in those two years? Maybe. He's going to play until Bryce gets in the league. Good for him. Bottom line is we are still concerned about AD. But to some extent, I'm like, well, if he's getting 16 rebounds and having these game-closing blocks, maybe he can just power through it, get surgery in the summer. They've done, Many great players have done that before. Then, you know, maybe we start getting something going here. But right now, my focus is the fact that tonight's game 
was a <laughs> precursor. <laughs> I wanted to use that word again. Precursor to something that already looks positive. What's positive? Basketball players playing professionally, not whining, crying, and throwing, playing AAU ball or playing freaking, I don't know what the hell Russell Westbrook was doing. I don't know how the hell that guy's going to be a Hall of Famer with the way he's played the last five years, but he is. That's how it is, numbers and all that crap. But we don't have to worry about that anymore, and we don't have to worry about another veteran. These are two veterans that acted like adolescent children. How are you going to inspire a locker room with all those young guys? How are you going to inspire anyone when you're two veteran players and one of them, the highest paid player in the team above LeBron James, quite possibly the greatest player of all time. And come on. I mean, do I have to really explain this at this point? Tonight was a phenomenal game. I enjoyed it greatly until the last six minutes of the game. And it wasn't because of the Lakers or the, or the Warriors. It was because of the garbage piece of garbage a league of refereeing, of officiating that completely just destroyed any happiness towards the end to the point where I couldn't enjoy it when it ended because I was so frustrated that it should have ended five minutes earlier. Why does this keep happening? Are you watching? Are you doing anything about this? No, they're not doing jack squat about it. And now I got to turn red on, on, on camera to freaking get this out because I don't know where else to go. Can't yell at my kids. Can't yell at my wife. They don't give a crap about that stuff. I can't yell at the neighbors. They're too nice. So what am I going to do? I'm going to get on here, and I'm going to get my get it up. But I am, as despite all that, I am going to enjoy the highlights tonight. I'm going to watch everything, and I'm very happy. Despite the anger, I'm still very happy with how they played. I'm very encouraged on what's coming up here next. I am. Re I really am. And I am as well. I don't get me wrong on that. But when Laker Tom and I, Laker Tom wants to wipe the slate clean with Rob Palenka, you know, his, his whole past and just ignore that. And I'm like, no, no matter how well he did. Joke. I didn't say that. Well, certainly inferred as such. Thank you, James. I was just trying to separate out the Rui, the three, the three, four trades that he did. Okay. It's a thankless four job, trades, guys. Four I think as transforming the Lakers into a contender and putting us six months ahead of rebuilding this summer. LeBron it's, it's, it's an, one it's a, protected draft pick. It, yeah, and that's another thing we got to point out too. The fact that he, he, he they send out one protected draft pick after all this. The thing is, guys, is it's a it's a thankless job. And yes, I I even will admit I was hard on LeBron, Rob. Rob. But that's the job, guys. That's the job. And when you do well, you deserve the credit too. But look at look at Mitch look at Mitch Kupchak. What is he known for? What is he known for, uh, Gerald? Mm -hmm. All you ever bring up is Mozgov Dang, right? But the guy made the greatest, the the most oh, impactful no. trade in the history of the Lakers. Yes, I know Kareem trade was more important in the grand scheme of things, but the most impactful, the the legacy ceiling trade of Paul Gasol. That's not all I mentioned. We do a Lakers history 101 on the well, I'm, just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, it, it, 
You, you, don't pigeonhole me. Don't pigeonhole me. I'm not. I'm just that. saying. I'm, I'm giving you a contrast. I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying. You you're said, saying, Gerald, all you say. You said all you say. Gerald, you mentioned the Moskov thing <laughs> thing when it comes to Mitch Kupchak. I always mentioned, dude, the guy made the Chris Paul trade. He got jacked by the by the commissioner, and then he made the Gasol trade that changed everything. It changed everything. That last. Three se- those last three seasons of, of the 2000s. It, we got two titles and three finals appearances because of it. It was a huge thing, and it solidified Kobe's career or, or, or legacy. So yep. this is a thankless job. We're going to criticize these guys, and I want this to be very clear so that we have a bunch of videos here for people to watch, so they're going to focus on all – people tend to focus on the bad. But I want to I bring the good now, okay? Yes, we've been hard on Rob Palenka. I am not going to apologize for it because he stunk for a year and a half, almost two years. But guess what? If he starts making transactions like this, guess what? We're going to start saying, damn, that's pretty damn good, Rob. We Come on. It, it, results. We're in the res- I'm in the results business. I am not in the feelings and, and patting you on the back. I don't give a damn about any of that. Do your job. Do it well. And you're going to get commended. If you don't do it well, you're going to get criticized. That's how it works. I'm not anybody's friend, okay? When it comes to doing the work, even if it's family and friends, you ain't doing the work, you're going to get called out. That's it. There is nothing else to go with this. Tonight was a great (laughs) precursor to what I think is going to come here the next 20-plus games. Because these guys, you could see it. We've watched enough basketball in our lives. You can see they knew what they were doing. They knew their roles. This is going to, this looks like it's going to work. How it's going to work towards the end, I don't know. But I do know that going into this next season, I'm feeling much better in putting something together for hopefully next year to have something right at the beginning work instead of waiting for something to happen. You're my friend, man. You're my friend. Didn't say you weren't. You said you had no friends. I don't have any friends when it comes to work. I don't have any friends when it comes to work. That's that's okay. not, that's what I meant. I'm sorry, okay. I should have been more clear. When it comes to work, you got to do the job. Otherwise, you, you I'm, what the hell are you doing? You're sitting on your at your rear end doing what are you doing over here? Do you still have the whiteboard on the back? Do you still have the whiteboard on the back? You're in the results business. I. I <laughs> actually this this stuff here is the difference between texas and california in terms of okay. uh taxes <laughs> fair enough indeed once again it's the lakers fast break the lakers do uh, just a great job in the fourth quarter getting back in the game and pulling away for a 109 103 victory magic man i want to get you in here i know there's rumors going about that there might be a magic man in the morning at some point in time mm-hmm. as far as shows on our youtube channel uh, hopefully that'll come out in the not too distant future but before then my friend uh, again everybody's got to be energized in a positive way about the lakers what the lakers can do with with the team that they have now uh the goal should be everybody's already talking about playoffs and things of that nature in the chat again the best lakers chat that's out there right here at the lakers fast break I do want to emphasize, let's get to 500 first as soon as possible. Let's get LeBron back on the court so he can go ahead and help this team uh, get some wins. Because for everything that we did great today, without LeBron driving it all, I don't see the Lakers consistently winning unless we can get him back on the court. Uh, 100% Gerald. Uh, So we have, we're 26 and 31. That's 50, that's 25 games left. 
2025. Yeah, he needs to play in at least more than 80% of those games if the Lakers want a realistic shot at um, making the playoffs. And quite frankly, if he plays over that, you're talking about a handful of games that he might miss. Well, two or three games could be the difference between, you know, being a ninth seed and being an 11th seed. So I think they're going to have to be very tactful going forward now with when he needs to miss time. Um, And maybe that's completely out of everyone's control because of his uh, foot right now. Who knows? I will say this, though, Gerald. Um, Darvin Ham does have a new teacher's pet, and it's Jared Vanderbilt, because he said, and I quote, I'm so thankful we got him. That's all he said about him tonight. I'm so thankful we got him. So, obviously, Ham's got a new got a new pet. Uh, I expect uh, Vando's going to be playing a lot beside LeBron and AD. Who knows, Gerald? That might pretend to him starting if 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 Darvin Ham heaped that kind of praise on him only after one game. So that was surprising. I'm well, thankful. Did, uh, Darvin Ham did say though before the game that from going forward, LeBron is going to be on a game by game basis. That's what the, I guess the uh, the word is. I guess he's having a lot of foot issues, which I think should be of concern for Lakers fans. Going then forward. you know what, Gerald? I, I if if he's having that those kind of foot issues, I wouldn't expect him to play before the All Star break. How many games is, are there before the break? Two. We got one against the Blazers and one against the Pelicans. He has said that he's not going to do that. Both those games, probably. The the word is that he said he's not going to do that. So whether he does it or not, I don't know. Yeah, I know. They basically said he he refused to not go to the All Star game too. If I if I was him, and if I was the Lakers, I would I would be saying, look, yeah, that's great. I'm on the All Star All Star team. I'll play for five minutes in the first. I'll play for five minutes in the fourth. Mm-hmm. I'll play about twenty minutes. That's all. I I'm not. I need to prepare for for a run here. That's what I hope happens. But we'll see if that happens too. Joe, your thoughts? I mean, because I'm concerned about the health right now for both LeBron and AD. AD, you know, he still didn't look right on offense. You know, defense. Obviously, he. He played a little bit better in the perimeter. I mean, the past couple of games before that, he was terrible in the perimeter on defensive side. But this, uh, obviously, he blocked four shots. Rebounding was very much a key. But offensively, he still just does not look right. What do you think is going on right now? Do you think that that foot is still becoming a major problem for, for the Lakers going forward, for both him and LeBron? I, I think I think there is something going on there. I also felt like there's been some mental fog on ad's part he's not going quick he's not going quick enough i I don't know i don't know i I don't know if he's scared to go full out and that's what's holding them back lebron is lebron is uh lebron is you know it's going to be a lot easier to i guess have these guys load manage with players who actually can handle the ball play defense and can you know, play 48 minutes a game versus guys that are not very equipped to play consistently and not making terrible mistakes on offense. And of course are too old. Uh, The only, the only 
problem is this, it's it's you know we're almost done with the regular season. If this was going on at the beginning of the year, I think we'd be fine, and I think this kind of team would be able to sustain one or two kind of sitting every now and then to combat their activity. I, I think there's something wrong, and I think AD is playing through it, and it's hard to jump on him on that. He's playing through it. He's trying to go through it. He had 16 rebounds tonight. He had two block, uh, I believe, three blocks. It, it, I, I don't know if you're playing. To me, you're 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 good. You're good enough to play. Remember um, what happened? Remember what happened last time? No, what? Think back to right before he started to play like an MVP and a Defensive Player of the Year. What happened? LeBron blew. went out. No, wait. Think a second. When LeBron went out, and he had to carry the team, and he carried him for a period of time, and then LeBron carried him for a period of time when he went out. Now that's switched back again, and he's going to have to carry the team. And it could be a good thing for him, for LeBron, to sit out the next couple of games and let the focus be on really him carrying the team to these wins. Because in the end, we all know it's AD's team. We're only going to go as far as AD can take us. LeBron can't do it all by himself anymore. Yeah, because that, that would be interesting, right? Because he so he, he would have last played – uh, Tuesday, that's uh, 11, 10, 9. So that'd be 8. The when eight. is the first game? What's the schedule? Let me get those. And then they don't start up again until the 23rd. That would be basically two weeks off for him. Oh, that could be worth huge. it. That could that's be worth huge. it. The rest of the year in playoffs. That's huge. If you if you got him two weeks off because he only misses these two games. Those are winnable games, even with just AD. I agree, Tom. I agree. I might. I might do. I might do that. I'd sure go to Braun and say, LeBron, <laughs> you know, how about this? You know, man. I mean, you know. if you take these two games off, you only play twenty minutes in the All Star game. That's basically two weeks off of your off of your wheels, man. That's huge. Yeah, and they and they got three very very tough games coming out the gate after the All Star break. You have Golden State at home. Dallas on the road, I think three days later, and then Memphis after that. Uh, the Lakers would have to win in Portland and beat the Pelicans for this to come together the right way. That would obviously need – we would need AD to be a little bit better than he's been the last couple of games. And then this team, I think, is going to start gelling even more. There might be and a we – ba- We get Bamba too because the second half of that is even if Bamba doesn't start, the other reason that I wanted to have him on the roster is rim protection when AD goes out of the game. That has been a huge bonus. Yeah, Joe, Joe, I thought I thought I read that they were gonna hold him out for the Blazers game. And if they do that, I think they'll they're gonna hold him out for the Pelicans game. I really I think hold the him plan out. is win these two games by any means necessary. And oh, you're talking about LeBron. You're talking about LeBron. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I mistook. I thought you were talking about Bomb. I was saying, why would they? No, 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 no. Have okay. LeBron sit for these two games. I think it's a smart thing to do. I hope. I really are. do too. I I think that's the best strategy moving forward. If you could give yeah. that man two weeks off, for God's sakes, do it. Yeah. If you do that, you're gonna have to win these two games, though. Yep. Yes, that's a must. And, That's a must, but I, I, I think I this exactly group is what you capable, want. You want pressure on AD to have to carry the team. Mm-hmm. No, I think this, yes. this is a good test for him, too. Yep. It, it's putting the emphasis on him. 
I agree, Tom. That's smart. He needs a push. That that's that's how he got going last time. He he had to he had to win. We had to win, and he knew LeBron wasn't going to coming back, so he had to go out there and and become a superstar. And he's got to do it again, man. We're in the same situation, and he knows it. I, it's a smart move. I mean, any it's you know it's a it's a red Orbach move, <laughs> without a doubt. Yeah. You know? We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Once again, it is Lakers Fast Break. Big shout out to everyone in the chat. The best Lakers chat room that's out there. Search and destroy. Thanks so much. Truly appreciate your thoughts on the Lakers and the Lakers Fast Break channel. I can't th- cannot thank you enough for supporting us. If you have not liked or subscribed already to what we're doing here at the Lakers Fast Break, if you can, we truly appreciate it. Already got a couple subscribers during the broadcast, and it's most appreciated. Big shout out to Courtside Lakers as well. The over 5,000 followers on Instagram. Big shout out to you out there as we're streaming live to it. So I cannot thank you enough for supporting us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. But Joe, before we head on out, my friend, obviously, you know, the situation, again, with LeBron and AD is very tenuous. Their feet are very tenuous right now. But with the new Lakers outlook, the fact that there's so much more positivity on what the Lakers can do as far as at least getting into the plan at the very least or the next what month or so, at least in the next 15 games, at least it looks a little bit better outlook right now than it has in a long time. Yes, uh, we have the right uh, pieces with this team. The It's just that you could, you could see it. You can see certain guys i mean when you see darvin ham saying we're so happy to have vanderbilt and vanderbilt i've been hearing about vanderbilt virtually all year in, in so many different scenarios uh kind of puzzled on why utah would want wanted to offload him I, I i i was hesitant usually when you see someone that's got that kind of talent and someone as smart as danny ainge uh why is he getting rid of him is there some kind of thing going on that we don't know about like what's the deal um but again in in the end uh, the nba the nfl you know these sports franchises you know a lot of times they have to hedge their bets they have to maneuver what what they think they can afford down the road too people forget that can you afford to pay this guy you know again he's gonna be he's one of the three guys that they've gotten that's not gonna be you know, that's going to be going for a contract here next year. And maybe they thought they wouldn't be able to sign him. So the Lakers right now, based off what I saw tonight, the Lakers are in good hands with the players that have sur- that are now surrounded by LeBron and AD. None of the players that I see are a detriment to chemistry or bad basketball. Now, Mo Bamba might not be really that good. And I say that because I've, 
lurked onto the Orlando Magic message boards just to kind of get a feel. For those of you who don't know how we find out a lot of our information, a lot of my information is through fan sites. Fan sites are the best places because local news or sports center or these places, those guys don't really know Jack's. Are you doing some research there, Joe? I'm always researching. I'm always wondering. Okay. (laughs) Those are the best spots. If you think I just remember things because I'm Dustin Hoffman and Rain Man, you're you're right to some degree on stats, but (laughs) when it comes to what's going on in the day-to-day of the sports world, of course you got to go look what's going on. Otherwise, what the hell are we doing here? We got to know what we're getting over here. Um, yes, I am lurking, uh, petting my cat. Uh, some call it trolling. Some call it other things. I'll, 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 I'll keep it at that. But bottom line is there also is this factor in certain players fit in certain roles and certain offenses and defenses. Mo Bamba, like Tom said, even if Mo Bamba is the guy that comes off the bench to supplant AD when he sits, it's a good thing. You're talking about a guy who has a wingspan of almost eight feet. So you have now a guy that can play at least 12 to 15 minutes a game and not look like, unfortunately, Thomas Bryant on the defensive end. I, I, I'm i saying that in the nicest way I can because I did like Thomas Bryant, but Thomas Bryant really struggled in something we really, really needed, which is someone that can back up AD and maybe even play with AD at some certain parts of the game. On the defensive end. Yes, sir. Yes. I'm not I, I mean I know he can hit threes too, which is an added bonus. You know, three, if he 39%. can percent. Good for him. If he can shoot a couple of the game, well, hell, that's that's great. Game. Good, good for him. But my thing is right now, this team is is when you look at Beasley, when you look at uh D'Angelo Russell, you look at those guys, obviously uh Schroeder, you're talking about guys that actually can 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 actually work that those guys are the type of guys that work well in a LeBron offense. They can shoot, they can handle the ball, and they're young. You know, I mean, I'm sure there's a little older than than, than Russell and, and Beasley. And then, of course, you factor in Vanderbilt, who becomes this D guy that is desperately needed because the only guy we had that did that was a six foot one cameraman. All right, let's. Uh, I know there's a good some good questions though in the chat. Salami is asking precisely why Bamba did not play much in Orlando. And since you've been lurking, I guess, according to our chat room <laughs> around in those or, or Orlando chat chat rooms there, uh, I'm going to tell you what my observations. Obviously, he came out as a very high lottery pick, so he'll always be thought of in that context. Seven foot one, seven foot ten reach, does hit the three. Energy-wise and motor-wise, that's probably part of the reason right there because he doesn't have a great motor on him. The only thing is, though, he's also for guys seven foot one and seven foot ten reach. He doesn't have those great stats as far as uh, protection at the rim. People are kind of surprised when they look at the protection numbers that it shouldn't be higher when it comes to him. Hopefully, he can change that around. Two blocks per is two blocks per thirty-six. But but the overall protection numbers, as far as the field goal percentage at the rim with him him playing there, I think that they're not as high as they should be. I'm hoping that turns around. Maybe it's a coaching issue. We'll find out though. But I'm intrigued. I've always been liked Mo Bamba as a player. I always thought he could play more than what he was playing. But when the team is full of six foot ten players like they are in Orlando, it's hard to get some leeway. Plus, Wendell Carter Jr. has always been thought of very highly by Orlando since they got him in a trade 
for that well, and, the boots and, of its trade. So and yeah, and let's I mean, be, it, let's be honest. Plus about... he got injured too. Plus he's gotten injured a couple times as well. Go ahead, Sean. Yeah, no, Gerald. I was also that that that's true as well. But I was also going to say there's also another element that's been happening. Um, both Franz Wagner and Mo Wagner both play on the Magic. They're brothers. They've yep. developed chemistry on the court as well. Mo is playing really well for them. Yeah, so Mo has su- kind of supplanted uh, Mo Bamba uh, in that role. And, you know, aside from the fact they invested a lot in Franz Wagner and the fact that they are brothers uh, doesn't work in Mo's favor. And he probably he probably was feeling that along the way. So I think a fresh start for Mo Bamba will will uh, be a good thing, Gerald. I, I think a new environment will do him wonders. Also, Jonathan he, he Isaac. He needs a fresh start is the solid truth about the situation. But also, but also he, he doesn't have a great motor, and and he's been suspect as, you know, just as a as a player who has a, who just hasn't tried to win the game. You know, he doesn't. He sometimes is very lackadaisical, and now you hope that he gets on a team with LeBron. He sees an opportunity to win a championship. He's he's has one more year after this year. So he's, you know, he's he's got an opportunity and you hope he responds to it and looks at it as a fresh start. And then certain players really need it. It could make a big difference, you know. And I also and- want, uh, Laker Tom, we need to also note that Jonathan Isaac recently came back to the lineups. That's another yeah. 6'10 forward as well. And I was hoping yeah. we could get him somehow. He's a great defender. Jared Jackson. You, can't, you, you cannot play Jonathan Isaac, Mo Wagner, and Mo Bamba off the bench at the yep. same time. It's just not going to work out with all those three big guys. So somebody had to get the squeeze, and uh, hopefully that's to the Lakers' benefit because I really am hoping for some good things with Mo Bamba. Yeah, I think we all are, Gerald. <laughs> Once again, the Lakers do win 109-103, but before we head on out, since Joe's looking really chill back there, Look, we've had a long week of podcasting. I think we're going on 10 hours plus, I think, for this week for the Lakers Fast Break on all the stuff that we've done for you. So hopefully you've enjoyed the content. Uh, oh, Any thoughts reflecting on this past week, Joe? And and also say the same thing for Laker Tom and Sean as we head on out, uh, start getting the wrap up here. You know, reflections on a week that we've had so much to talk about and so much, uh, you know, right here on this program. Uh, a lot of wrongs were re, re, were flipped, lots of wrongs, uh, and it's. It, I would say if they had to pick a word to describe this week was relief. It just was a relief to remove the scab. Worst, re, remove the and the scab was removed where it didn't bleed, either. You know, sometimes you get too impatient and you remove the scab and you're like, ah, shoot, it's bleeding again. It's going to scab again. No, this was a scab that was about to get done, which if you look at it from a calendar standpoint, we're about to get done. But we pulled the, the scab out and and it was done. We just got ahead of it. Right. And the relief is just, just it, it, it was it was the result of tonight's game. Milwaukee to a degree a little bit. We lost that game, but Milwaukee was just too good for us to to probably win that game short four players, um, especially one of them being our, our main guy. But man, just watching them tonight, and this was on the road, guys. This is in gold, this is a chase arena, and 
the Golden State Warriors, if, you know, even despite their issues this year, they were playing really good at home. I know Steph wasn't playing, but LeBron wasn't playing. So they were playing even at this point. National they, TV game. A national TV game. They played very well for a team that hadn't been playing a lot. They looked relieved too. They looked like they were relieved on, on during the Milwaukee game. It was a it was a headache constantly over there. And it's over. And it's over and it's over. And the 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 anger tonight on my part was we just got a nice relief here. And then you guys are still trying to jack us. You already jacked three games from us that might cost us a, a playoff season. And I say jacked us as in the NBA, the league. They're not doing anything about this terrible product. Fix it. Stop doing this. That's all I'm asking for the rest of the year. Stop costing us games and giving us aggravation when you don't have to. Turn around jumpers two freaking feet from the damn basket should not be an offensive foul. Okay? An offensive foul should be an out-of-control guy that's dribbling the ball and then somebody gets in front of him. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of these calls, and they're always at the end of the game. At the end of the damn game, you don't call these things during the during the third or second or first quarters. Why? I'm tired of it. Let these guys play. Use some common sense. Call the damn game the right way. Why? What, what's the pressure? Were you worried about the Gold State freaking fans? 90% of Gold State fans live in a world of delusion. They all have, they're all millionaires over there. Stop worrying about them. Okay? Call the goddamn game the right way so we can enjoy the game. That's all I'm asking for the rest of the season. The Lakers did what they're supposed to do. Rob did what he's supposed to do. Right now, we have to say God knows how many Hail Marys to make sure that LeBron and AD can finish the season. That's it. What else is there to talk about? You know what, though? There's always something to talk about here, right? Right at the Lakers fast break. Sean, I'm going to give Laker Tom the last word. Your thoughts on a week-long reflection on what we did and how we did it and the fact that the Lakers uh, hopefully are – heading in the right direction as we end this week? Uh, absolutely, Gerald. Um, you know, I have to both agree and uh, uh, disagree with the panel. I agree with uh, Joe and Tom that, uh, my God, this this week was just like a giant relief. It felt like, uh, it felt like uh, drinking an entire glass of Pepto-Bismol from uh, the basketball disgust We've all had to endure for the past 55 plus games on top of the 34 that we had to deal with last year after the all-star break with uh, Mr. Russell Westbrook. So it's a new beginning. We're one to know. I feel good about it. I feel great about the work we're doing drilled. Um, we are basically becoming, I think the best, uh, the best option right now as far as the, for the Lakers going forward. And we're going to get – you put uh, everybody on pins and needles there, my friend. The Lakers are becoming the best what? I, I, I said uh, I believe we're becoming the fastest and best Lakers podcast in the entire globe. I think we give the unvarnished truth as uh, the mission statement from – our pod father wants us to be, give me what you want. Tell me what's on your mind. Don't hold back. 
That's what this is about. Telling the truth. Being unapologetic as well. I love the work we're doing, Gerald. Um, I'm co completely committed to your vision, my friend. And I'm just looking forward to 25 more games where maybe, just maybe, there's a chance now. So you're saying there's a chance. Yep. Jim Carrey. So you're saying that you have a chance. Also, uh, predictions before we get to Laker Tom and having him close out the show. Uh, I, I predicted the Eagles on the Inside Sports Fantasy Football. I go in extensive detail why. So I think it's going to be 27-24. Joe, predictions on the game, the big game? I was just writing to uh, to the crowd here. If, 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 there's a, if there's no debilitating injuries to any of the major stars, particularly uh, Patrick Mahomes, I see the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. And I only say that because Patrick Mahomes has to be right because Philly has been great since game one. And I agree. Chiefs too. Chiefs too. But as good as Jalen Hurts has been and as good as that team has been uh, in Philadelphia, Patrick Mahomes is – I don't think people really understand how unbelievable he is. Oh, and before we, before we head out, I have a Come trivia on. question for you gentlemen. Okay, well, you you predicted. I want to make sure everybody knows. Chiefs twenty eight to twenty one. We'll get Tom's prediction and his closeout here in a sec. But go ahead with some trivia. All right. So Kobe Bean Bryant has won four All Star Game MVPs. Can you gentlemen name the venue where he won all four? Two of them should be obvious. Center. One in, one in Staples and one in Philly. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. Well, there's two more. The Crypt? We already said that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was winning every Super Bowl. That's fun. United Center? No, no. Okay, so one was the Thomas Mack Center in oh, Gerald's Las Vegas. Okay. And the other one was the in Phoenix when he and Shaq won it in 2006 that's the uh, that's the actual all-star game everybody including in the nba likes to forget that happened here in vegas for yes. uh, so many different reasons which we'll not go into on today's show because that's like 10 hours of programming right there <laughs> laker tom that is a good show though did i miss something on that why uh, it's a bad it's bad memories for the league and for for las vegas it yeah just a lot of stuff happened but anyways uh before up off camera i'll i'll explain why uh, Laker Tom, before we head on out, your prediction on the game and some thoughts on a reflecting on a on a great week for Lakers fans. Hopefully, that'll mean more wins coming this season. As a Niner fan, I support the Eagles. <laughs> as far as the Lakers go, once again, it's fun to be a Lakers fan. Thanks so much again to Laker Tom. Magic Man Sean Grice, and of course, and of course, Joe Soro from LakersBall.com, and of course, Simblade, Simblades with a Y.com. If you have any questions for us, LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com. Also, as well, LakersFastBreak wherever you get your social media. I've been interacting with a ton of people on my email, on social media. Joshua Dietz, always great as far as our super fan. Zangerstein out there, also interacting as far as sending some great thoughts back and forth. Also, as well, everybody out there that keeps on continuing to send love. 
Don't forget to look at Sean's recipe. Sean, you didn't even mention that you had a recipe that you dropped on your YouTube channel on yesterday on, uh, was it Friday, Friday show? Yes, it was. Podfather. Yes, it Thursday was. Show. Thursday show. We didn't have a show on Friday. Yes. Thursday okay. show. Yep. A really great grilled cheese and ham sandwich. There you go. And it's on Enjoy. The, that's on the Thursday YouTube show. If you go look in the comments, you will see it. Great, great ham and cheese sandwich right there. I was looking at it. It looked very tasty. Uh, you've got to film some of these, man, so I can put them on the YouTube channel, man. I know, man. I, we got to get something. I need like a tripod because I listen to music while I'm cooking too. So it's kind of like a, it, it'll, it's like a whole show. It's like a, it's like a dinner and a show. So, okay. All right. Plus morning shows are in the not too distant future from the magic man in the morning. We're going to go ahead and call it that coming up here in the not too distant future. So look forward to that. It is Laker Tom, Lakerholics.com. Go ahead and check out his latest blog today at Lakerholics.com. Be a part of the conversation there between him, Jamie Sweet, and everybody else at Lakerholics.com. You know, Joe is lurking all the time at Lakersball.com. Go ahead and check out what he's doing there at Lakersball.com, plus also as well, Simblades, Simblades with a Y.com. Well, once again, the Lakers do win 109-103. Again, I've got a great Super Bowl podcast I did on Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Of course, Pop Culture Cosmos right there for you as well. Hopefully, you'll get a chance to check us out on our next playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. And if you missed today's game, man, you were missing a lot of great stuff from Joe and Laker Tom and Sean that you missed out on. So please go ahead and check us out. Playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. On Monday, the game is at 7 o'clock Pacific time against the, the Portland Trailblazers. So check us out there. And then after that, of course, the best place to go for your Lakers postgame needs and the best Lakers chat room that's out there is right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.